0: from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air.
1: We know that energy can't be destroyed, so is it transferred to something else and then sometimes manifests as what we believe is a ghost? I woke up in the middle of the night, someone was standing at the foot of my bed and they were dressed in like period clothing. Um, I told my mom about it and she didn't believe me. The next night, my sister woke up to the same person standing at the foot of her bed. Are we creating paranormal activity or does paranormal activity exist?
0: I'm Sarah Fensky. If you like spooky things, you probably know all about The Conjuring. The 2013 Hollywood hit was based on the supposedly true story of a family that moved into an 18th century Rhode Island farmhouse. Family members claimed they smelled rotting flesh. They felt their beds levitate. They claimed they were possessed by spirits. In 2019, a couple from Maine bought the house. They opened it to paranormal investigators. And what those people saw on site is now the focus of a new film. It's called The Sleepless Unrest, and it premieres at the Wildy Theater in Edwardsville tonight.
1: We have been warned. Something bad is still here. At nighttime, it can be dark and sinister.
0: Did you pack for two weeks?
1: Yes, sir. <laughs>
0: Let's just film everything. Nobody's doing
1: this. Nobody's staying at a place for more than one night or two nights. We're living with this.
0: That is from the new film, The Sleepless Unrest. And joining us now to talk about it is one of its featured paranormal investigators. That's Rochelle Stratton of Godfrey, Illinois. Rochelle, welcome. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me. So Rochelle, I understand you grew up in Edwardsville. When did you first have an encounter with the paranormal? Um, Yeah, so
1: I grew up in the Edwardsville area, um, a bunch of little towns around there. Um, I had my first paranormal experience that I remember when I was eight years old. I woke up in the middle of the night, someone was standing at the foot of my bed and they were dressed in like period clothing. Um, I told my mom about it and she didn't believe me. The next night, my sister woke up to the same person standing at the foot of her bed. Hmm. So, that's what kind of sparked the paranormal interest. I wanted to know more. I wanted to figure out what this was about. Ghosts are real, you know. (laughs) So, I've been
0: researching it since so medical experts have a term for that sort of weird state of consciousness between waking and sleeping and they they say that you can have a hypnagogic hallucination when you're in that state and and you might think you see somebody standing at the foot of your bed i know you were eight years old at the time but but now as you've researched this further do you think there could be a medical explanation for something that that feels to you and felt as an eight-year-old like a ghost? I think that there could be a possibly
1: be a medical explanation for it. I'm actually, I researched that as well. Um, I try to take out any logical cause that you could possibly have to debunk something I consider paranormal activity. I try to think logically through
0: anything we experience. And so what made this one, when you look back on this, what makes you think, yeah, this this was paranormal? Um, I've seen stuff since
1: as well um, as an adult. And I've had it confirmed with other people as well that they've seen the same things that I've seen. And I am actually looking into different types of, you know, psychosis and like how the brain functions and is there a reason or why um, this could be happening. Like, are we creating paranormal activity, or does paranormal activity exist? Um, we know that energy can't be destroyed, so is it transferred to something else, and then sometimes manifests as what we believe is a ghost? Hmm. And that's what I'm into. That's what I want to figure out more about. So it sounds like you you consider yourself somebody who's searching for answers. You're not sure you have them yet. I am searching for answers always. Um, I'm. I would say I'm a skeptic believer, so I believe that there are ghosts, I believe that there's paranormal activity, things that we can't explain or can't explain yet. Hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how to explain them
0: or what causes it. So how do you go from having that interest and, and sort of um, some skepticism but, but still believing there's something there, how do you go from that to ending up on A&E's Ghost Hunters? <laughs>
1: Lucky. <laughs> Let me just tell you. <laughs> um, it was really crazy. Um, so yeah, had an interest in it, started doing paranormal investigating and ghost hunting with my sister. Um, in my 20s, she eventually was like, hey, I found this team, I'm going to join it. Do you want to come? And I was like, no, you go first. And if it's not a cult, then maybe I'll tag along. <laughs> and and she's like, okay. right <laughs> Yeah, kind of made her a sacrificial lamb is if you want to call it that but um she went she's like I, these people are great like she's like it's nothing crazy it's what we like to do so i was like okay i want to join but at the time their group was kind of full um brian who's one of the co-founders of Riverbend paranormal was like hey we don't really need anyone but my sister was persistent and she's like please let me bring her along and he finally was like okay i guess And um, yeah, I went to an investigation and hit it off with the team and they let me join and Brian and I are best friends. He's the other, uh, one of the people that we investigated uh, The Conjuring House with. And I always like to joke with him at first, you did not even want me around. Typical baby sister
0: uh, stuff. Uh uh-huh. huh. trying to keep you out of this group. You end up becoming sort of one of the breakout stars from it. How do you go from being in Riverbend Paranormal and, and looking into this in the Metro East to being on TV? Um,
1: so, our group, Riverbend Paranormal, around the Metro East, is um, pretty well known. We have a good reputation that, you know, we investigate. Thoroughly, and we help people. We take a lot of private cases. And some producers reached out and were like, Hey, we're interested in you for a TV show, Hmm. like for paranormal investigators. And I kind of thought it was a joke. Like, I didn't think, I thought somebody was trying to trick me. I was like, You don't want a hygienist from Illinois who likes to hunt ghosts. And it ended up not being a joke. They flew us out to California, we interviewed. Investigated on camera, and they they ended up picking us. And I still can't believe it. It They they really wanted you.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is you. You're very rare in that you almost fell into fame. So many famous people seek it out. And as you mentioned, you're also a dental hygienist. You have two sons. Is it hard to make time for these investigations and, and for the travel? Um, it's
1: hard. But I have a very, very good support system at home. Um, My husband is a firefighter, and he understands. He also um, was a Marine, and he wants to show our children that, you know, mom can do stuff too, and... He's super supportive, and our family's supportive, and they help out watching the kids and things. And my boys, they absolutely love it. Hmm. They think it's so cool, and they're very interested in it. So It does seem like the coolest job
0: a mom could have. My mom's a ghost hunter. Oh, my youngest
1: likes to tell people that. <laughs> Tells all of his teachers at school, my mom's a ghost He calls me a ghostbuster. Ghostbuster. That's (laughs) terrific.
0: So The Sleepless Unrest, this is debuting tonight at the Wildy Theater in Edwardsville. Uh, That you had to go to Rhode Island for. But you have hunted some ghosts much closer to home. Um, That includes at the Mineral Springs Mall in Alton. And Alton, I feel like, is just so haunted. You could just maybe just do everything in Alton and, and be busy for a year. Yes,
1: Alton is. I think at one point in time, it was known as the most haunted little city in America. Um, it has it's rich in history, um, and has incredible paranormal activity. I think almost every location you could throw a rock and hit something that has paranormal activity, or you believe that it has paranormal activity. In um, Mineral Springs Mall, was pretty much riverbend paranormal's like home base i've investigated that location i can't even tell you how many times and it's an active location and definitely Hmm. always fun to go
0: do you think overall the midwest has more than its share of of haunted sites i think that it does i mean i there are
1: a lot of haunted locations around here and I think it's absolutely amazing because also we're smack dab in the middle, so we don't really have to travel too far to get to haunted locations. Hmm. Um, But it was wonderful to travel to Rhode Island and be able to
0: investigate The Conjuring House and knock knock that off my bucket list. Yeah, so that felt like a big deal just because The Conjuring has become so famous. And it was famous because Ed and Lorraine Warren, they were famous and controversial investigators who inspired this film. Now that you've, you know, been to this site and, and looked into this... Do you feel like they got this one right? I will let you know right now. The Conjuring House is haunted.
1: It is. You're gonna um, you're gonna spoil the, this here. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, based off the stuff that we experienced, we we lived there for two weeks. We submerged ourselves into it. We wanted to really know what homeowners go through because as investigators, you may go investigate for a night or a couple hours here and there, um, but. It's way different than living in someone's footsteps. We ate there, we slept there, we showered there. We didn't leave the conjuring house. And let me tell you how terrifying it is to try to rinse shampoo out of your hair in a haunted location in the bathroom. Like you're in the shower, it feels like it's straight out of Psycho. Like you're going to open your eyes and someone's going to be standing there.
0: So you felt, I mean, you know, coming into this interview, you suggested that you come in a little bit skeptical. You want to find an explanation for things. It sounds like in this one, you ended up coming out a believer.
1: Oh, definitely. And I think once people watch the film, there'll be a little bit more believers out there too. Um, It's the stuff that we experienced at The Conjuring House was intense it was crazy it was so much fun um and definitely you'll understand why it's called the sleepless unrest that house does not let you sleep at all
0: so I gotta ask you're there for two weeks you're having a a terrifying experience that you also describe as so much fun I should note um you know you are having some fun with this but were you afraid that that whatever this malevolence is was going to follow you home
1: Um, You always have to be concerned about that when you investigate. Um, We do go through precautions. Um, Each person has something different that they do. It may be superstitious or whatnot. Um, Like, for instance, I always tell things when I'm leaving a location, you're not allowed to follow me home. And for the most part, that works for me. They listen. Um, You stay. Well, I like to believe that these ghosts and spirits entities, they're people that just passed on. Um, so if you're respectful to them, they'll be respectful to you, and you let them know your boundaries, and typically that goes
0: over well. So, yeah. So, Rochelle, in our final few moments here, I'm wondering, have you seen this new film, The Sleepless Unrest? Have you gotten to see it yet?
1: No, I have not gotten to see it. I am so excited to see it. I'm a little nervous, but at the same time, I lived it. So I'm just excited to see um it put together we had cameras going 24 7. um so that's a lot of footage I'm wondering what they put in um what made it what didn't make it I know for they did let me know that I had a personal experience while I was there um I slept in I believe it was Andrea Perrin's room which was what uh the famous story from The Conjuring House, the Perrin family. Wow. Well, uh, and, and where-
0: unfortunately, we are out of time. But if people want to find out what happened to you, this is a great cliffhanger here as you slept in Andrea Perrin's room. Um, that film makes its premiere tonight. The Red Carpet starts at 7 p.m. at the Wildy Theater in Edwardsville. We have a link uh, if people want to join you on our website, stlpr.org. Rochelle Stratton, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. If you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you.